We all love the sound of money, and a $1,500 sign-on bonus sounds even better. That's right, Belicio Foods of Jackson is offering a $1,500 sign-on bonus to new employees. Receive an extra $100 your first six weeks, then $400 after day 90, and $500 after day 180. Don't wait. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com slash careers today. That's BelicioFoods.com slash careers. Come work for a company who truly values their employees. Come work for Belicio Foods. Show some love for the graduating seniors in your life with custom-made gear from Zip Printing in Jackson. Yard signs, banners, screen-printed t-shirts, and more. Zip Printing can do it all. Visit yourtotalmedia.shop to browse all of Zip's gear to show your school spirit for the class of 22. Zip also has everything you need for graduation parties like custom photo cards, invitations, and napkins. Call 740-286-3023 or find them on Facebook at Zip Printing Signs and Marketing. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Morning Show right here on Main Street TV. Of course, Jennifer here to start off your morning with some of our good friends from the Historical Society and Buckeye Furnace. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. And uh, I guess tell everybody who you are before we get on to anything else, in case they don't know. I figure they do. But <laughs> I'm Deanna Stroth. I'm uh, Mike Stroth. Okay. And you all um, are... <laughs> What what do you have to do with the historical society? Do you have uh, official titles? Yeah, I do. <laughs> well, I guess Mike does too. I'm the secretary treasurer. Okay. And I'm on the board of directors. Okay, very good. So, and we can talk about um, that in in a little bit as far as what you all are up to and um, maybe your project over on Harding and stuff like that. But uh, before that, we want to talk Buckeye Furnace. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So you guys have done something, and then there's there's a a um, an event coming up this weekend. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you all have done something cool. You want to tell everybody about that? Well, uh, yes. We uh, we have thought for quite some time that uh, there needed to be a uh, a little more friendly uh, presentation of what the way Buckeye Furnace works and so forth, and it's really kind of difficult. Even for adults, when uh, uh, when they're when they're going and visiting and looking around, so we thought maybe the answer to that would be to go ahead and to write a book, but write it in a younger person's uh, through their eyes. Sure. So that's what we did. Okay, so you all have done this book. I think James has a picture of it there that he can put up there because he knows how to do all that fancy <laughs> stuff. There it is, and it's called "Let's Visit Buckeye Furnace with Sean." And I asked, of course, first off, who is Sean? And Sean is a young man that used to work at, live at Buckeye mm -hmm. Furnace. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. well, we don't, there is not really a Sean. But a young boy. A young boy. Yeah. A young boy that lived at Buckeye Furnace way back when it was actually yeah. like working. Yes. That's so cool. That's such a good idea. Where did you guys come up with that? Well, let me preface this by saying this. <laughs> <laughs> Since I have known this man 30 plus years, um, we could be sitting in the living room watching TV. We could be in the car going somewhere, lying in bed, just about ready to drift off to sleep. And he'll say, I've got an idea. <laughs> and, I, and I go, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> But he's he's just full of ideas, and um, so it was his his another of his brainstorms. Another I have an idea mm -hmm. thing. And I, what made it really kind of come to uh, pass was the fact that uh, uh, I thought I could uh, put it together writing it. But the one thing <clears throat> you must have, especially for younger people, is illustrations. Sure. And my loving wife, who is quite an artist in her own right, she provided all the artwork. Uh, for the book, which that really brought it to life. Well, very good. Yeah, and if you're able to look through the book, and I don't think James has pictures of all the pages, do you? No, just the front. But if you're looking through the book, it is illustrated. Of course, Miss Deanna did that very well. But it starts with, like, how Sean came across, mm -hmm. because he's from Ireland. Mm -hmm. 
And then it just shows like, you know, the cabin where he lived and, you know, all of the things that, that you would have seen if you were actually living there back then. That's really I, super I don't cool. think people understand that there was a little town, um, in, you know, at Buckeye Furnace once upon a time. Um, I wish we could, wish we had the funding, you know, to create that back the way it was. Yep. There's but, Buckeye um, Furnace there. Well, see, those <clears throat> those communities, they went uh, at their peak when they were uh, uh, in production. They the community around them would be like four to five hundred people. Yeah, and I think <clears throat> so. <clears throat> excuse me. There's there's a little bit of controversy surrounding some of those little communities mm-hmm. because um, you know some people would say they were organized slavery mm-hmm. and that kind of thing because. I you can probably talk about it better than I I can, but like a lot of those communities where they brought people in to work these places, these furnaces and whatever, they had their own currency mm, and their own exactly like they were right. kind of stuck there. I I well, guess you know if the that old makes Tennessee any sense. Ernie Ford uh, sixteen tons. You know that kind of you know brings that back. I owe my soul to the company store. That's, That's really about about the truth. And and That's the right. script. Uh, is in the book, uh, an example of uh, Buckeye Furnace script uh, that... Uh, oh, is it? Yes, uh-huh. Because those are all important elements. You'll see it on the right, oh, yeah. right-hand page. Yeah. So it's uh, very interesting. And people, uh, you know, they don't really think that there's a lot to it. But it, it was a quite, quite a, you know... Uh, involved situation, how they worked, you know. Oh, for sure. I mean, you're talking about somebody organized an entire community, um, all of the the needs that the folks would have, mm-hmm. um, all within its own little spot. So, I guess let's back up for a minute and talk about <laughs> what is what was Buckeye Furnace. I know you've been here before, but in case people missed it, um, what what did it do? It was one of um, 69 charcoal iron furnaces in this region of Ohio, which was kind of unique. And uh, it uh, was all all through southern Ohio, central southern Ohio, and it drifted into northern Kentucky. That's where the the iron ore was at. And so that's what brought these furnaces into being. And so uh, that's what, um, uh, at the time... And then with the coming of the railroads, uh, when those came where they could get the iron to market and easily in an easy way, not by wagon, but train, then they really took off. Okay. And then, of course, then it became just an inefficient kind of way to produce what they needed. and A new type, a new type of, uh, see in, in charcoal iron furnace, furnace making, uh, the fuel that is used has to be uh, charcoal, and that has to come from wood. And uh, the I know you don't think charcoal and wood are the same, but they are, right? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it is, but it, it is. And it's and it's uh, the vast amounts of wood it took to make iron. Yeah. Um, uh, and it was uh, in the mid uh, early 1860s, I think. Where in it was in England, they discovered that coal, which, which before had could not be used, they found a way to take and they were actually cook coal and cook the impurities out, and use that to uh, make the heat for the iron. And when they did that, the charcoal iron furnace days were over. Gotcha. Okay, and that makes sense. And and you know so. Wow, I have so many questions. Um, so back to the book. So Sean, who's a little boy, <laughs> how did he get, and we don't want to give away the whole book, but like how does he get to Buckeye Furnace? Like how did immigrants, I guess, come over and, and why um, to work in Jackson, Ohio? Well, the... Uh, and how did they know? I mean, how did they know about it? Believe it or That's not, true. in some We in don't some have the internet back then. <laughs> no, but the iron, the iron furnaces took out ads in 
English newspapers and Irish and saying that men were needed. Oh. And these people would come over really without really a guarantee of anything. And then they would have to find their own way to travel from the port in New York or Philadelphia, what it may be, sure, all the way down in, into southern Ohio, which was at the time when this was uh, underway, you know, it was very stark. There was not that much. So it was kind of a real adventure. And what year would that have been? This is uh, around, uh, I think, 1874. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. And, I mean, you're talking about, see, again, they didn't, they were just flying blind. They didn't know what they were getting themselves no. into. And they, then, of course, they get here and then they get, I don't mean to be negative about it, but stuck, for, yeah. for lack of a better mm -hmm. word, because they go to work at these things and then they're told what they do and what they don't it makes do. makes you wonder if their lives were better in some way. I guess that, than, that's kind of where I'm going with it. Mm -hmm. were, were they happy when mm -hmm. they got here or were they thinking oh my gosh what have I done to my family I'd say a little bit of both and and they really uh, uh, have a had a situation there where I don't think they were made abreast of the fact that when they started making money uh, the cabins they lived in they had to rent those yes. from the uh, from the furnace company. I mean, it was a real good deal for the furnace people. Oh, yeah, yeah. And see, and we give you was, money, you have to yeah. give it right back. And they and it was only in script, so the only place you could spend it was right there. Yes. So you couldn't go to Jackson, say from Buckeye Furnace, and buy anything because it would, would honor that. And each of these communities, if you will. Like um, a really good example right now is Eclipse Town in Athens. So uh, the Eclipse Company store is there. And um, of course, it's not that today, but you can see a really good. I don't, can you yank that up, James? Because what they've done is they've took the old Eclipse, the company store, and, and um, some folks have put a really cool restaurant in it. Mm -hmm. And one has nothing to do with the mm -hmm. other other than they've called it Eclipse because it was in Eclipse Town. Mm -hmm. But you can see around there. Have you guys not been there before? No. There's all the little houses are exactly alike, and they're still there. And they you know people mm -hmm. rent them or own them or, or whatever, <laughs> but they're all around the store. And then the, you know, the, the restaurant is this huge... Uh, building, but that was Eclipse Town, and that was same thing. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, they had their own currency, which wasn't valuable anywhere other than at the right there company store. And like you think about America, and people came here for opportunities. And <laughs> <laughs> oops, there it is. Oh, There's the Eclipse yeah. Company store. And again, oh. as I said, one has nothing to do with the other. They've just mm -hmm. taken the old you know, shall we say company store and remodeled it. And now it's a really cool barbecue place. And they have a lot of really neat live music and it's a really cool place. If you haven't been out there, it's out uh, near the plains um, by the high school kind of. Um, well, well, talking about uh, company stores, anyone who has never visited Buckeye Furnace. Yes. will find that the uh, company store they have there is completely full of authentic um, items in the store so Correct. You, so where you go in, you know, you you get a pretty good uh, mm -hmm. idea of what was there. Think um, the only thing I can liken it to would be kind of like Little House on the Prairie, maybe or something. Where it wasn't <laughs> that wasn't kind of the yeah. same thing, but like that store that had everything that Nellie right. Olson, yeah. you yeah. know, Nellie Olson's yeah. parents owned, and mm -hmm. you know, that's where you went to get everything. Yeah, your fabric, your sugar, your yeah. coffee, like you everything know, yeah. was there, and so it was marked up. And so, uh, of course, you know, you end up, you know, your script buys that, but you, oh, and there it, it is. And the company, yes, yeah. there it is. And, and the thing is the company would, uh, the company would let you run tabs. So, <laughs> but they did. so every month you worked, you go deeper in a hole. <laughs> deeper and, in they take the rent out <laughs> and the food, some of the food. You know. Oh, for the love so, of God. So, uh, and, and another thing people don't think about these folks, when they came, about the only thing they would you'd find at these uh, cabins, they would have a, a there'd be enough of an area to have a vegetable garden, and they'd have um, a lot of times they'd have a couple of hogs that would provide okay. them with meat. Sure, but they didn't have horses, so they couldn't leave. Well, of course they didn't. <laughs> They're having such a good time. Uh huh. Working, you know. 
with their fingers <laughs> to the bone and going deeper in debt that they, well, they couldn't have left anyway because they didn't have any money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, it, it really, gosh, man, those those companies were brilliant. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I don't think that would happen today. So no, much. that wouldn't happen. I, I, I think, so, as you said, it's not very American. No, it's, it's <laughs> the antithesis of what folks, I mean, literally risk their lives mm -hmm. to come across the ocean to be here for opportunities. And that is not what they, you know, signed up for. Well, so see, another, another important fact, which is really overlooked, uh, is that in 19, er, check that please, 1894, when Buckeye Furnace finally went out of blast, in other words, closed. Okay, when it closed, you had this whole community here. Yeah. Okay. Then well, what did they do? So what did they do? Well, the company pulls out when the store closes. Uh, and but, they have no money. And they have no money, but they have to have a place to live. So luck to them, they had to go ahead and get a job doing something to pay the company the rent to stay in the cabins. <laughs> oh. And this went on. It's very hard to um, get a handle on how long that went on, but the companies, I think it really the truth is it became harder and harder to catch people to get pay the, to pay mm -hmm. the rent. I see. Mm -hmm. I think once a company representative would come in on a horse, everybody would take off for the hills. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't blame them. No. Now, and, and another thing, too, uh, a, a really hard thing to uh, fathom was the fact that uh, in the work that uh, when we out of Buckeye Furnace, uh, out of the clear blue, we ended up getting access to a map that was uh, drawn in 1934. Wow. Now this is, and this map was done by an architect up at Columbus. No one knew about this map. Really? It, no. And it had all the buildings mm. were there when he came out there in 1934. And shows all the locations of cabins, a water mill, um, ox barn, mule barn. Uh, it, it was You're still kidding. standing. Now, I'm sure they were in pretty bad shape. I'd say by then, but, at least but, you knew where things were, you know, how it, how yeah. it was. How fun. And you guys have that. Yes. And it can be preserved and, and you know, that way. Well, we have a copy of it, and I've redrawn it to get it uh, a little more uh, so you can usable, see it better, yeah. you know. Okay. So I, that was going to be my next question. Are there, obviously, and we're not trying to shed a bad, like we want you all to go out and see Buckeye first because it's part of our history. We're not trying to like knock it. I mean, it's a, right. it's part of our, what made us today. Um, so we, you know, want you guys to go out there, but um, that is the fact of how it yeah. was run. Um, but are there still cabins out there? Are there, is any no. of that stuff still out there? No. No, and it's kind of odd because, uh, not odd, but I suppose that's normal. Um, once I got the map and you could pinpoint things. Sure, you're like, oh, there should be a foundation yes. right there or something. And, and uh, yes, you can find an occasional foundation. But, again, it's not, there's nothing indicates that there's anything there. Okay. So uh, we've tried to find the water mill a uh, number of times out there. And, and we're still looking, but now see, <laughs> because it belongs to the state of Ohio, right. and uh, they don't want... You have to be a little careful. You can't even they pick up a piece of slag no. and take it home with you, yeah. <laughs> you know, out, of, out of the ground. Right. So So it's it's kind of a... It's a... It's <laughs> tough. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay because it needs to be preserved. Mm, we don't sure. want people going and right. stealing all the stuff you know, from around there, but also when you're trying to... Um, figure out the history of the place. It's kind of hard when you're not allowed to. <laughs> and, and it's really, a, a, to me, a, a, a remarkable thing that we have this treasure here in Jackson County. And Agreed. it's one of only three in the entire United States of America that's restored. Three. Like, I mean, yeah. think about that. Yeah. And how many would there have been in the United States at one point? Do you I have don't any clue? No. I do know like that. thousands? Hundreds? No, I'd say I'd say four or five hundred, maybe. Okay. But during and there's the, three left. Mm -hmm. But yes, but the Civil War during the Civil War, Buckeye Furnace, and all those furnaces mm -hmm. just poured out iron for the Union cause, for cannons and uh, 
so forth, you know. Okay. And so they had a big role to play. And a and, kill, you know. And yeah, you know, tell them about a kill. Well, you tell them. You're, I mean, you're the historian. Well, at Oak Hill, <laughs> at Oak Hill, uh, the uh, uh, any anybody that knows anything about the Civil War has heard about the sea battle between the Monitor and the Merrimack, the first ironclad vessels ever made. Yes. And the Monitor, the iron from the Monitor that guard that uh, was protected it was was uh, come from Jefferson Furnace at Oak Hill. No way. Yeah, yeah. It's it was. Uh, Think about that. That yes. is so cool. There is so much. People, uh, people do not know this much about the history of our area. And we think this book, we think this small book is going to be something that is really going to be a hit with people, uh, easy to understand. Love that. And, um, and we have, uh, or I should say Mike has some more ideas. You know, we're thinking about doing a series of, of books such as this, you know, like with, you know, from a child's, you know, viewpoint. Um, yeah. You know, different areas of, of our air. Of our hey, county. listen, we should all live our lives more through children's eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be a lot better place. Mm-hmm. But. Well, you know, in, in, in my uh, research, I discovered something recently that uh, uh, I can't. Bat- now, this is not a, you know, not on, not given in stone, but at one time, the city of Jackson, when Coke fired furnaces began there was um i think seven in jackson and on the outlying area if that's true i i'm kind of standing by the fact that jackson as small as it was had more iron furnaces than any community in the state of ohio isn't that wild Mm -hmm. you think about it little jackson Ohio, and it was booming back then Mm -hmm. like booming booming oh yes so the okay so let me ask you this question Buckeye Furnace, what they did there versus what, like, Globe did are completely different ways of creating iron. iron. And Globe and, and these Coke-fired. So that uh, was, like, the the, the later. newer technology. Yes. Okay. And, and much more. They would be putting, where Buckeye Furnace, uh, on a good day, would put out 12 tons of iron. Uh, Globe, for instance, will put out probably between two and three hundred tons. Oh a wow! Day. If you could see how, and of course, out at out at um, in the store at Buckeye Furnace, you know, there's some drawings of how they made the charcoal. You know, I mean, it's you know with the the mounds. You know, I mean, and men. You know, I mean, how dangerous it would be. You know, that sure. you know, men are climbing those mounds of you know hot. It's burning beneath their yeah. feet, and all to get that little slip of paper that had no value whatsoever. Give me that. Other than the company store. Give me that script, baby. <laughs> Gosh. Oh. And that's in, 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 in a lot. Of, this is another thing that when you get the operation furnace. And then you think, well, what about making charcoal? It was incredible how involved that was mm-hmm. and how specialized. My, my grandfather, my grandfather was a collier. That's what they called him. It made cool charcoal. A he collier. Was a, a, okay. a collier and at, at, at Monroe Furnace oh. in the southern part of the, of the county. But it was a backbreaking job. And when they would get this, um, all this wood, the trees cut down, and split and everything, and then they would pile this in a certain manner. And then when they got this mound of wood done, they would cover it with dirt and leaves and everything. Okay. And, and they had a hole right in the very top part of this mound, and they'd start a fire, drop it down in there, and then the fire would start to spread. And oh. they would, what they would do, they had to control it. They couldn't let any air get to it because if air gets in there while it's burning, it takes and burns the wood up and turns it to ash. So they would have rods poking through the sides, and they could tell when they were catching the fire because they'd poke the rod in. As they pulled it out, smoke would begin to come puffing out. I see. And they would know. That's an art. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a, oh, it was in- incredible. To know what you're doing. That's How did anyone figure that out? That's what I'd like to know, Don't know. too. Mm-hmm. But it was a, it was a wow. huge part of the operation. See, that and, is and, and, so and, cool. And the same thing with it when when they where they found the iron ore, the iron ore had to be done almost the same way. They had to bake it and bake the impurities out of the ore 
before they put it in the furnace to turn to iron. You just think about um, modern technology. And I mean, we as human beings had to do that back then, mm. not a computer right. or yes. an assembly line mm. or, yeah, or a robot mm. or, <laughs> you know, human beings had to figure all of that out. Didn't have right. equipment. <laughs> no, not so much. Right. Had tools. You had leaves equipment. and <laughs> dirt. <laughs> all you, the latest. You cleared the hillsides of all the trees. And, all and see where Sean lived. I mean, he says in there where he's he lives there and there's not a tree around Buckeye Furnace. For instance. They're all gone. They've been used for fuel. There are now. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's okay a beautiful, it is beautiful a beautiful area, area, area out there. It is absolutely gorgeous. And um, I hadn't been out in a long time. And I was on a Jeep ride with a friend uh, last year and, and we just drove out, out past oh. it. And I was like, there it is. I remember now. Because, yeah. you know, you just, when you don't, <laughs> you're not out there a lot. Oh, they've, <laughs> and they've got three new uh, barbecue grills out there. That, uh, is it safe to talk about? The shelter house. What's going to happen out there? Well, yeah, I think. I mean, it's it's a dream, but uh, well, I think it's going to come to fruition. But there know. are so there. Okay, so Buckeye Furnace. It is a. I guess would you say it's a state park? It is or a mm -hmm. state park. It's a historical site. So mm -hmm. you can go out there. You can actually walk around, but you can. You know, a lot picnic of people and, take mm -hmm, take mm -hmm, picnic mm -hmm, lunches mm -hmm. and take the family out there and and picnic tour around. And, and you can see. You know, you can walk. Can you walk? through that now mm -hmm. i don't remember well, you I, I don't know is it you, the lower building there that's the uh, they call that the casting shed and you can walk in there up to the front of the furnace but the furnace is blocked off you can't walk into the okay furnace. It's i remember too dangerous. okay okay all right and uh but see you can see there's a nice path there and everything and there it's, are it's grills a, and they're beautiful um, picnic tables oh and, yeah Absolutely. James, you were out there not too long ago uh, with the governor, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, I looked it up a second ago, but now I don't remember. But yeah, it was last summer. Well, the girls that manage the place out there, um, you know, they are very good about, uh, you know, they have a lot of school groups, you know, that will, yes. that will come out. And um, and as you said, the Jeep, the Jeepers, you know, they'll... It's a good Jeep, nice yeah, Jeep ride yeah, yeah, through um, there. I know, um, was it last summer? I think time gets away from you. Um, I was out there helping in the store, and I could not believe the number of Jeeps. It's came, a thing. I mean, I, it was mm -hmm. astounding. Well, and that was my first time uh, to go to Moonville, too. I'd never mm -hmm. been to Moonville, oh, Moonville which is a whole other <laughs> story. But, um, yeah, I'd never been out there, so we went there on that Jeep ride, too. So, yeah, and I think... Hey, if nothing else, Jeeps are good for, you know, that. Oh, yeah, people, yeah, you know, yeah. love places to drive and, yeah. and they love to drive around and see neat things. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. And there's another small township road that comes off of uh, the main road that passes through Buckeye Furnace. And uh, it, it's not the best of shape, but it is drivable. But you can drive up that road and that's where the cemetery, Buckeye Furnace mm -hmm. Cemetery is. Oh, there's a cemetery yes, there. Yes, Well, yes, yeah. as we, you know... Probably had some deaths from yes this that or the other yeah. well, people got living there five hundred people you know you're going to die yeah mm. and you know that brings up another subject I have never really read how did he pay for the funeral I don't I don't know <laughs> did they have to get out there a little uh, Buckeye furnace dollar there and <laughs> I don't think at any of these furnaces I've never heard anything mentioned about alcohol oh they're <laughs> I, 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 uh, well, I really I'm just going to say, if there wasn't, that was real sad. <laughs> they probably learned how to make it. I'll bet they were making it. Hey, if they can figure out how to cook, yeah, you know, iron out of, out of, you know, dirt and whatever, then they can, uh, they can well, make they their own booze. They were growing in their gardens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll bet they were growing something in that garden. But, uh, no, they had to have something fun to do, right? Yes. Yeah. And that, that's another good point. For years... There was no uh, time off. It was seven days a week. That's what they were. But then mm -hmm. at Jefferson Furnace in Go Kill, uh, where those folks there were uh, all um, Welsh, and they wanted to respect the Lord's Day, and so they would they called it banking the furnace, shutting it down uh, for uh, all day Sunday. Okay. And that really worked out for such an advantage. People had time to be with their families and do things. All the other furnaces 
adopted that policy. Okay, I'll give them that one then. (laughs) Very good. So, all right, so at Buckeye Furnace, you have that, but you were talking about the shelter house. So so tell us a skinny about that. Well, the again, the girls out there and Jim Meacham, who is the, what is his title out there? I need to call him the president. The president of Buckeye Furnace. Okay. Um, they've, you know, of course, Jan McKibben, you know, she has <laughs> it's been a long time dream of hers, you know, to have a nice shelter house out there with a kitchen, you know, and restrooms. And, oh, I um, would love that. And they're really uh, going after that. Um, Good. Pretty- you go, Jan. <laughs> and this shelter house... Uh, is not just uh, not just being. It wouldn't be created just to go ahead to set in. It's an instruction area where mm-hmm. they can have yeah. go ahead have programs. Oh, love you know, that! Yes, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, seat, and then have uh, have food available. But you have to use real money. No script. No mm-hmm. script. <laughs> no script. Don't be cutting it out this book because it's not going to get you very far. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, they have that, and, uh, and then. Um, Restrooms, and uh, that's what that would be fantastic. Yeah. And, but it, I'll tell you, it's it's as Deanna knows, it's a tough sell. It's just to you get know, the, money the, and those you know, well, and those people feel they they just we're so far away yeah. from Columbus. They well, of course, because nothing good can happen if it's, if it's not near one of the big cities. Headed stepchildren. Yes, right here. I used right I used to call uh, when I call Columbus. About something when I was the president, and they would say, uh, Buckeye, what? <laughs> you, know, you know, you were talking about. <laughs> there is part of Ohio that's under <laughs> Route 70. <laughs> yeah. So, oh so, uh, but, but honestly. Uh, and east of 71. This, as this gentleman knows here that was with the governor. Yes. Uh, I was really quite taken back by the fact he brought his family down. Yes. And uh, I'm kind of aggravating uh, Jan and Tammy and Jim about get some letters going to DeWine's office. And Try to get some I, funding, you know. Yeah. Maybe in that and in just this week's mm-hmm. paper, uh, DeWine is proposing a $500 million Correct. historical. I think now's the time to mm-hmm. yes. jump in there. Let's get some of that mm-hmm. money. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Because, listen, if we don't jump up and down and get some of it down here, it's going to go somewhere. Oh, there's no and question about it. We need it. Yeah. Yes. We're we are not like as as you yeah. said the you know the stepchildren down here that everyone forgets about like we are and there's more part history of Ohio. probably down here than anywhere correct yeah. we're not so. just a bunch of dumb hillbillies mm-hmm. down here like, <laughs> I say that makes people mad but I feel like that's like what people in Columbus mm-hmm. think well that's it and they oh. get away with it when you when you ask them from from money over and over and they ignore you it does appear. That you're ignorant in a way, but it's not. But, but they're sure. holding us purse strings, you know. But I do want to give credit to you know some of the fine folks that are making a difference down here, the Taylor Steps and Brand, yes. and and you know mm-hmm. some of the folks that are working so hard to bring our area to the forefront. Right. Um, so thank you to to you all mm-hmm. out there for what you're doing as well. So give well, Taylor a call. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, so you are, we haven't even gotten to the event yet. That's this weekend. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's talk about that. <clears throat> so fun. Mike and I are going to be out at Buckeye Furnace. Um, we actually, from what I understand, are going to be under the scale house, which, you know, when James brought it up, you could see the scale house in front of the, the company store. Kind of looks like a shelter. Yeah. 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 And, um, uh, yeah, right there. <laughs> yeah, and um, so we're going to be signing books, and hopefully, people will be buying a lot of them. And the money goes, all of it goes to, um, you know, to fund family-oriented programs out at Buckeye Furnace. Out at Buckeye Furnace, and what would be some of the fun things you guys do? Stuff kind of year-round out there, but what would be some of the fun things that you do that you know the proceeds from this book would go to help? Go for it, baby. I know you do a big Easter egg hunt. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, there's Halloween. That's a, that's a big thing. Well, we haven't done Halloween for for quite a while. Okay. Um, um, that was always so much fun. Yes, but uh, maybe we can. You know, we Stupid COVID. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and have a have the uh, the uh, fall festival. Mm, yes, that's there, the, which that's is a really the big thing. That's the biggie. And they have a festival. couple other things planned this year 
they're always searching for new ideas. Well, and but, they, ha- they have too. Uh, a lot of times they'll do just like one day, you know, uh, events like, um, oh, what's that called? Early, you know, uh, early Jackson, you know, things that, you know, um, a lot of times the the scouts would be very involved, you know, in, in those things. But they'd have people come out, and um, I know like Wilbur McCormick, you know, he would he would be one who would teach people how to make rope. No you way, know, yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. And um, I cannot think of her name, the quilt lady um, that uh, the signal quilts, you know, she that that they had back during the Underground oh, Railroad. You know, time. Yes, um, uh, cannot think of her name. Well, last this past summer, it's not Edie, is They it? always no. have, um, uh, you know, have uh, merchants out there displaying their wares and selling them. And this mm-hmm. year, got, didn't they have forty some out there? You mean for the fall festival? For the fall yeah. festival, yeah. I yeah. remember. Yeah, you had the, ton vendor, the, ven- the vendors out yeah. there. So it's growing so all neat. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're even thinking about making it a two-day event instead of just the one because it. it's just you know it, it's so successful. And uh, just so that you know, Oct- the first Saturday in October is when the fall festival is out there. So, so make plans. So make plans. Right. Now, when is the um, the old company store open <laughs> at Buckeye Furnace? It's not really called that I anymore. I think they, they've opened early this year. I think they opened last, last week. week. Um, uh, Friday, I think it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday now instead of just Saturday and Sunday from noon to four, I believe, is are the times. And um, but you can anytime. Yeah, you can go out and look and around anytime. Around, yeah. The store isn't open, but, but the know. store is so the because hours, they work, you know. So, right. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a volunteer basis out there running yeah. the store. Yeah. That and not you know in the store too. If you haven't been out there, not only does it have a lot of the uh, historical artifacts and and tools and things like that out there, but they have you know a little room you know over to the side that's got jewelry, ladies. <gasps> <laughs> you had and, me at jewelry, <laughs> and you know and other things. They you know candles and books, books and kids thing you know things for kids you know to that what kids would enjoy. Um, um, uh, qu- they have quite a, a selection of, of things out there, so it's um, very cool. It, it's kind of fun to be in there looking around. Yeah, um, see, you can go shopping, and there's yeah. they've got a video that you can watch too that um, you know, tells you how Buckeye Furnace came about and worked and all that kind. Of Love that, but the best way to figure it out is right. Buy the book. <laughs> to listen to Sean. Yeah. Because little Sean's going to tell you all yeah. of that. Right. And when we uh, when we wrote so the book, fun. we uh, Dan and I talked about it from the beginning that we thought that no matter what we did, uh, any effort we made, we'll just turn this over mm-hmm. to Buckeye Furnace and all proceeds, they get yeah. all of it. We don't get That's anything. That's so nice. Thank you. Well, it's a pleasure. That's so good. And of course, you can get that this coming Saturday from noon to four, and then you two will be out at Buckeye yes. Furnace. So tell everybody how uh, people get out there. <laughs> it's super easy. Yeah, <laughs> super easy. I suppose most people will be coming from the south. Um, they go out thirty-two and um, east. Yeah, east. Well, you, Gallup, please. You're the map guy. You go ahead. And- well then. Uh- to three twenty-seven, right? At DW well, one, Homes, one twenty-four. One twenty-four. Okay. Yeah. And then immediately onto three twenty-seven. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that it just gets more convoluted. <laughs> yeah. It's just. In other words, Deanna, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there an address out there that people can put in their GPS? Yeah, it's um. <clears throat> is it one twenty-three, Buckeye Furnace Road or Buckeye Park Road? It doesn't say. It doesn't say. I think, I think it's, it's I think right. it's 123 Buckeye Park Buckeye Road. Buckeye Furnace in my maps if it'll it, she's right. It's 123 Buckeye Park Road. Buckeye, Buckeye Park. Park Road. Mm-hmm. What if it, I just type in Buckeye? And it Furnace? shows up as a Wilson address. Yeah, but you know, once you get on um not 327, um 124. 124. Yeah, if you just type in Buckeye Furnace in your maps it come it comes up 123 Buckeye Park Road, Wellston. Yeah. And about three miles or so out 124, uh, after you turn onto there, um, you'll see what is that road um, that goes out 
Well, that's another town. That's a township road. Yeah. You got a county road you turn on, then you go township road. See, this gets more. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Listen to what I'm telling you. Just put it in your maps <laughs> and do what the lady says. You know, we might just have to in our next book what we do with Buckeye Furnace put a map That's in there. That's true. That might, that might, might be, be a good, good idea. idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. 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 How do we get there? It's a yeah. tutorial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, in the, in the scenery is so beautiful. It really it's is. gorgeous. It really is. Beautiful. It's spring. Get out and drive around, <clears throat> you know. And we're, we're trying to make some inroads. Uh, we don't know what we're doing, but we're trying to make inroads on um, um, making it a uh, stop for uh, burgers because of the uh, mm-hmm. intense amount of different species of birds. Ooh. And, mm-hmm. and you know, there are places in, like, it's you're right, from Columbus <clears throat> North, they get busfuls of people. Sure. That's, that's a look lucrative for birds. business to get into. And um, that would be a real, uh, that would be really be. They are an eagle out there, and uh, yeah, the girls saw an eagle out there. Really? Yes. yes. Hey, that's worth the mm-hmm. the trip. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes uh huh. And uh, it's just there's uh, it's just there's two hundred and sixty five acres. Wow. There. It's a the, big place. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, are there some trails and things out there? Yes. Or? Okay. Before cool. you get to the furnace, there's a little parking lot on the left. And there are some trails that go back up through there. All right. So you can walk, kind and of walk yeah. around. There's a, there's a little, you know, um, parking area, I guess you'd call it, yeah. you know, that uh, uh, you can go into. You, I mean, it's you can see it's not something that you just, you know, drive by. I mean, you can see that there's a little area there that you can park. There With a fence go. around it yeah. and stuff. So. Lay the land. Used to be a see sign. if you can find used, a foundation somewhere. Used to, <laughs> used to be a sign out there that said trails or something like that, but people can't leave anything alone. Oh, no. Uh-uh. That's, yeah. so I don't even know if that's still, if that's been re- <laughs> put up. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Well, that is so cool. So you can just put that in your maps. You can get out the Buckeye Furnace this coming Saturday. Pick up this book because all proceeds go back to the furnace to you know kids things and all of that but it also just gives you a great history about yes you know how it all came yes. to be and and how it worked and all that it's a shame that um that schools aren't allowed to have that in their curriculum curriculum um you know the, the ohio history you know um because by i mean i did know a lot about he did because he's you know, he's all about because well, he knows all but, about that's that. Right, right. <laughs> but you know, and because I'm not from here, you know, um, you know, I didn't know most of of what has gone on. Just you know, like um, one thing we're real fond of is the salt business, and um, of course we got Salt Lake Furnace or a Salt Lake uh, Village. You know, now yes. that we're we're building up, you know, down there by the depot, right, and. Um, uh, we're hoping to very, very soon have a, what would you call it? Not a model, but a, a scaled down version of, you know, the salt. How process. they did that? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're kidding. That would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So we've got, there's a lot going on, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, oh, by the way, the other thing is we've never talked about the price of the book. And, okay. And uh, what we did was uh, uh, looked around and... Uh, you know, if you go in, a, in a, uh, I don't care, Walgreens or somewhere or Walmart or, and you go go, go buy a greeting card, $5 or so. $5.99. I mean, oh, yeah. You can hardly get a greeting card. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's, uh, this whole book is, uh, we, we knew we had to make them at a fair price. And so anyway, uh, we decided, uh, and with, with the folks out of Buckeye Furnace as well, Six dollars and ninety-seven. Six dollars and ninety-five cents is how much they are. Hey, that's a price. Mm-hmm. That's a bargain. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, quite a bargain, and uh, we're hoping that's going to be a mm-hmm. a draw too for children and for adults as well. Love that. And if I can just put a plug in for the historical society, if you know you might think about being a member. Yeah, I was going to um, actually ask you guys about that and what you all are up to. And our meetings are every third Thursday at the um, 
Hocking Valley Hocking, River yeah. Depot. Hocking, where's that? On the East depot Broadway. there on, on Broadway. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Right there. At the Salt Lake Village. Yes, yeah. at okay. the Salt Lake Village. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, come on in and, you know, check us out and see what's going on. And, um, you know, our membership rates are extremely reasonable. Like, they're, I think uh, we've raised them finally after, I mean, we've been in business since 2001. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we just now raised the price of a membership. I think a family is thirty dollars. You know, oh, right? yeah. woo, so big spender. Big, big spender <laughs> was twenty five. <laughs> so, um, and a single, I think, is twenty. Yeah. So, and okay. students are, I think, still five. Okay. So. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, um, what are some of the projects that you all are working on? And I know you you have the the really cool house over on by the park that you're redoing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's been a struggle to get uh, funding. You know, for you know for that, it's still sitting there. You know, ready to be somebody to love on it. You know. Yeah. But, um, so, what is the point of that? What are you hoping to accomplish? By, by rehabbing that. And that's the price house, by the way. Yes. Yeah, that's what it's called. And it's uh, it's because it's first thing is it's architecture is so unique. It's the only home in Jackson that has double chimneys, as the old federal style, and on either side of the house. And uh, um, it looks like it was built around 1854, some, something like that. Okay. And anyway... Um, what we're hoping to do with it is to re- rehab that, refurbish the whole thing, and then we can either use it for a, a meeting place, or if not that, we'll go with the museum in that house. Oh, great. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what is the, the story behind that house? Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Or is that for another show? <laughs> yeah, that's for another show, I'd say. Yeah, we've got... Uh, it's it's really what what makes it um, it brings it to the forefront is its architecture. Okay, that's that's and what it's one really, of the oldest houses you know in in the area. In, uh, really, so who knew? Again, it, yeah, we uh, we people do them by it. You can see we've torn the front porch off, and uh, but not to worry because we're. <laughs> Getting ready to go ahead and rebuild the porch. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put it back. It just wasn't safe. <laughs> like, it, like it was. It was pretty rough. <clears throat> yeah. So it's uh, and and then the other thing, um, we were um, approached. I can't think of the name of the organization. Um, Pomeroy. Huh. The Pomeroy. No. 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 The furnace. Oh well. The furnace. Limestone furnace, Deanna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who was it that gave that to us? Oh, yes. Um, oh, yeah, Deanna. Who gave it to us? Yeah, I'm supposed to you remember know. all this. You know. <laughs> Wait, no, there's um, Joel, Joel Wood is on the, you know, the if, if you're, if that's coming to you at all. I cannot think of the name of the, of the organization, but. They're in a, they, they uh, uh. I don't know. They, they uh, have, um. Part of an organization that saves. I'm gonna say Ohio Cooperative, something. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, something. Anyway, they approached us uh, in uh, one of the purchases they made, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, limestone furnace, charcoal iron furnace. It uh, it was it ended up being uh, something they acquired. Oh. And they approached us about would we like to have it? So anyway, uh, they gave it gave us the furnace. And ten acres. All that's there is the stack. Wow, where is that? It's do you know okay. <clears throat> they call it the C H and D road. Yeah. Spent a lot of time out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> at Royal Oaks. <laughs> a couple of times. When you when you turn off of uh, old thirty five that passes and you go down that way, what is it, like three or four miles? It's it's about seven miles out to the A and A truck stop. So you, you turn down that road and you know. And anyway, uh, it's being well taken care of, and we have a sign out there around you now, and um, we're um, planning things with it. Oh, so, cool! Uh, like trails and. Do you, you know. have, do you have that picture that uh, what's your name sent sent you? You showed me. It's on. It's on my phone and it's in the car. Oh, yeah. 
Anyway. Well, geez. <laughs> How dare you? I didn't know I was going to need that. <laughs> but, but it's... No, that's fun, though. Yeah, we've, we've got a, a fellow. Actually, he's the one that's been been doing the Price House uh, yard mowing, you know, okay. in our Water Street lot. And um, he does a super job, Phil Myers. And um, uh, it's just beautiful out there as well. Pretty, st- I mean, it's a little more stark than Buckeye Furnace, you know, because sure. mm-hmm. all that's out there stuff is out there. Yeah. And we're going to have several, uh, several trails in the 10 acres. So cool. that's being developed. So, uh, there's stuff going on all over the place. Yeah. You know, why is history important? You know, it's, it's, isn't it just, so cool if you mm-hmm. think back. And I can remember being a little kid and being like, why did that? Why did I have to learn that That's exactly what I was going to say. When you're young, you think, oh, brother, you know, who cares what happened right. way back when? Yeah, who cares? They're yeah. all dead. Or, you know, whatever. <laughs> what does it matter? Well, <laughs> duh. Yeah. But you know what I guess, I guess irritates me is because, but no one ever gave me a reason why it was important. Mm-hmm. It's important mm-hmm. because... Well, it's and what then, made us. And then you think, too, when you're in high school, at least it was my experience, we had the most boring history teachers. Well, you just had to memorize a lot of facts. Yeah. But you didn't that, understand why yeah, it was important. Yeah. Uh, as I've told him, you know, if he'd have been a history teacher, kids would have just been enthralled. They couldn't wait to get his class, you know. Because right, because it's just, a story. There's yeah. a story there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and really, you kind of have to be a, yeah. a storyteller, you know, to, to get the, you know, to, you know, to get the attention, sure. especially with children, you know. So, um, but instead of just, you know, we'll memorize these dates. Well, yeah. What what does it matter what date mm-hmm. exactly that Abraham Lincoln mm-hmm. gave the Gettysburg mm-hmm. Address? The mm-hmm. whole point is, why was it given? Yes. What did it what say? Did it say mm-hmm. And what does what does it mean? That's right. You know. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, talking about presidents. Uh, Not knocking any teachers. They follow whatever curriculum they have to follow. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's totally uh, a whole other story we could get into. But. Well, in a, uh, a recent uh, discovery and things, um, who people who are interested in history will, the name of Aaron Burr uh, will mean something. He was known as a, uh, you know, he was uh, he was a man who, by one vote, w- would have been president of the United States. He lost by one vote, and uh, this is in the because I'm sorry, lost one vote in the uh, uh, in the selection from the uh, the House or the Senate. And uh, anyway, he and, and uh, um, Thomas Jefferson were tied. Oh. It, Tied on on everything, and finally, when it was on twenty five ballots, they finally selected Thomas Jefferson over Aaron Burr. One man changed his vote. Well, Aaron Burr was f- furious, and there's all kinds of stories about Aaron Burr, uh, how he turned against if he did or not. It, that never was proven, but we discovered that's Rex. Uh, I'm sorry, my son Rex discovered it in an article, mm-hmm. discovered that Aaron Burr, after he'd lost the election, and he was trying to um, gain a party together, get a party together, that would go ahead and conquer some of Mexico and start their own country. <laughs> and, Which would have yes. probably been a pretty good idea. Yes. And Aaron Burr. Hey, we didn't have some really pretty scenery in the United States. And, and Aaron Burr, in this case, <clears throat> was uh, apparently, he was being um, tracked by special people from Thomas Jefferson because he was worried about what Burr's going to do. Mm-hmm. And Rex found a letter that explains that Aaron Burr rode all the way to, to Chillicothe, Ohio, and then, following day, he was at Scioto Salt Lakes. That was here. Oh. And what he was looking for, we can surmise, was to hire men to be part of his army. Sure. It, it never happened. That Think of that. Now, there's a there's tremendous a history. And one vote. <clears throat> like, yes, one vote. the whole. One vote of uh, being the president of the United States. 
since he was here. You know, it's just a... That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and people need to know these things. And it's like, whether it's good or bad, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's like what we were talking about earlier about the company stores and all of that Mm -hmm. stuff. You know, that's not meant to be negative toward no. anything it's, it's just the way that it was, was the facts yeah. and that's, that's, that's right. the way it was and you can i guess decide for yourself whether it well, was right or wrong I, you but. know anything that you have i mean i don't care whether it's history or you know technology or whatever it has to start here and then you learn you know hopefully you learn you know and you and you go on and it's the same thing with humanity i mean you you know right. you learn yeah. what you know what you should or should not be doing and yeah i mean you on. learn about global pandemics when you <laughs> you know have to be faced with one you know uh, one of the chilling items at buckeye furnace the store uh, i saw that the very first time i ever was in there when they were stocking it in 1972 and i looked up on this top shelf and i saw this thing i said what is that? And I said, ask uh, Steve Hanthorne, who was the uh, curator out there. And he said, oh. He said, well, it's a child's casket. And it's still up there. Is but it just, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. But it just goes to show you. You don't think about that. Today we wouldn't, so, yeah. you know, you just don't think about that. But back then, uh, that was the one place that you had to buy stuff. Yes, and as right. politically correct as everybody is, you probably wouldn't even put it out there. Something, you know, sure. that people would mm-hmm. be right. going, what is that? You know, yeah. but, um, right. but, you freak know, everybody you, out. You need to you need to know these things that, you know, this was a hard life these yeah. people had. Yes. Yes. We're yes. spoiled brats. Mm-hmm. That's yes, right. We all of us are. Yes, we are. <coughs> we have blessings <laughs> we don't even think about. That's why history is important. Yes. Well, yeah. and, 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 uh, I read something a while back that was kind of very riveting was the fact that before the Civil War, that almost 90% of the people that were brought up in rural settings like here, Mm -hmm. never in their life ever traveled further than 10 miles from their home. Wow. Now think of that. They don't even, don't even know what, what's out there. So, you know, it's very difficult to, Mm -hmm. uh, put all this together. Which makes me wonder, and this is totally off the subject, but you think about the fact of like the underground railroad to me, just like it is when it's, since I was a little girl has always fascinated me mm-hmm. Harriet Tubman and all that mm-hmm. stuff, because mm-hmm. how on earth without the internet and cell phones and phones in general mm-hmm. and all of this mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. did they organize mm-hmm. all, mm-hmm. all of that? And these are people that haven't been 10 miles outside right. of their, their That's homes. Right. And how on earth well, that you know, ever you, came to be? I, when I don't you, t- get you talk it. about you know uh, history, brilliant. history being important. Um, not that this really has anything mm-hmm. to do with being important, but you know, you kind of think, well, you know, back a uh, hundred or almost two hundred years ago, um, you know, people just weren't as smart as we are today. And, um, uh, you know, that is not true. Uh, that is, they were, they probably had more going for them than, you know, because again, as you say, we're, we're so spoiled, everything, something is done, done for, for us, us, you know, and, and they had to really figure it out. Well, correct. And it, it, the thing is too. And there wasn't a book that they had no. to read. Like they had to figure yeah. it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but the, like on the underground railroad, you know, they traveled only at night. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the only thing that was important um, was the fact that they knew where North was because they knew that was going to get them to you know, just free, free territory, free territory. Canada, Canada. And anyway, um, they were taught there was that what they would do is learn where Polaris, the North Star was, and that's what, what would guide them during, sure. during the night. See, that's, just very basic. Wasn't wasn't there something? I'm not smart enough on this subject, um, but maybe you know those little lawn jockeys, you know that they used to have. Yeah, there was. I think that had something to do with the underground railroad. That there was some kind that of a signal, sense. you know, uh, you know when those were out on the in the yard. Well, and like the quilts, like how did and how did that message mm-hmm. get passed yeah. along? Yeah. I yes. understand, yeah. like following north. I totally right. understand that, but. I mean, they talked, they communicated through right. those quilts. That's exactly right. That is right. insane. Yeah. That's why yeah. they called them signal quilts. Yeah, and like, how did 
Who's the one Ru- that taught? Rushi. That was her name. Yeah, Rushi. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Rushi McAllister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's really um, uh, it's fascinating when you when you get uh, get into it. Yes. What uh, and uh, I've done a lot of research on that, and one of the main uh, underground railroad uh, stops was at Berlin Crossroads. There yes. was a number, and uh, we've done a lot of work on that. Very good. Well, mm-hmm. we'll have. We should come back yeah. and talk about that since we're yeah. out of time yeah, today. He's got a physical therapy yeah, session we, to get to. <laughs> we weren't supposed to keep them all this time. Oops. But uh, no, this has been so fun and, and interesting. And come back and see us. But make sure you get out to Buckeye Furnace this coming Saturday. It's a beautiful ride. Uh, out there. It's a beautiful place to visit. And if you buy this book, it helps with all the events that you all hold out there. So thank you. And you'll enjoy it. Yes, absolutely. It's very informational (laughs) and it's a good time. So thank you for having us. Oh, well, thank Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Well, have a great day, everyone. And we'll be back here tomorrow with Mr. Speed, right? (laughs) Yes. Who will be performing at the Wild Turkey Festival and they are the Kiss Tribute Band. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) So, yeah, that's going to be a hit. So we'll see you all tomorrow, everybody. Enjoy your day, and thanks for watching. Bye-bye.